Warning, today's podcast may include surprise appearances by the Capitol Critters and Fish Police, fanciful fun-analysis of ad hoc cadaver surgery in hotel ballrooms, and a roundup of theme park news, including the Donald Trump robot and Disney's purchase of Fox. Stay seated and refrain from protests. This is Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the podcast about theme parks hosted by three men who have had fewer sexual partners than there are Disney theme parks. Uh, Uh, Correct me if the numbers uh, are wrong. No, they're not. Checks with me. I'm not adding a lot to that uh, that pile. But there's also a lot of Disney theme parks. And are you counting water parks? We can can discuss all that. We'll check. We'll cross check numbers later. Uh, Anyway, hey, I'm I'm joined by Jason Sheridan. Hello. And Mike Carlson. I said hi to Jason's name. Sorry, I was really counting numbers in my head. But they're very low, so I was really Um, thrown off. Can you guess at home? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Let us know. Uh, Hey, well, this is, uh, though we've released new episodes in 2018, this is the first one that we're recording in in 2018. And also, we've tended to do a lot of episodes that are recorded well before they come out. And this is the first one where we're we're putting it out the, the week of. And we felt this was very necessary because theme park news has been... Uh, just bonkers lately. There's so much to catch up on. Mm-hmm. December and the beginnings of January have just been been absolutely batshit, and we wanted to tell you all about yeah. it. And not necessarily good news. For <laughs> yeah, yeah. In fact, a lot of it, but not. it's definitely happened. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, hey, I mean, among among other things, this is only tangentially theme park news, but uh, our our podcast network fell apart. There's yeah, one thing that gone. happened yeah. on Christmas Day. Yeah, that was great to deal with over the holidays <laughs> a lot of fun. in my PJs. We had a blast, you know, because going indie is, you know, there's there's just a real mm-hmm. thrill to getting back into the into the grime and the muck and, you know, be, being freed up, uh, I, I think, has been a real pleasure for all of us and a fun thing to deal with over I Christmas. I think uh, we're a bunch of podcast cowboys now, and that's the way I'm looking at it, you know, just yeah. going from town to town. Uh, we'll record anywhere. We're doing this in my living room. There's a dog floating around. You may hear him on the track. I don't know. He's probably going to wander in here and bark at me (laughs) yes we got your letters and finally we now have what you've all been clamoring for more talk about the logistics of recording a podcast baby (laughs) yeah so we're we're talking more referencing trucks that go by sirens outside (laughs) uh uh, humming and construction work at nearby apartment complexes we're bringing you all of that new for 2018 finally we get to do all the technical stuff that we spent months uh, trying to get with a network to avoid having to do. <laughs> yeah. So I guess what we're saying, look, hey, if you have a network out there, hey, let us know. I mean, we're listening to any network. If you have a theme park specific network, there could any, be one. We there don't... could be one that we don't even know about that wants to, you know, take us and uh, put us under your uh, delightful wing. <laughs> Is your yeah. wing warm? Is your let wing us in. Warm? Um, hey, but uh, R.I.P. Feral Audio, and thanks for the thanks for the snacks. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I sure did eat a lot of free snacks that I may not have supposed to have eaten. <laughs> Too late. Never stopped uh, you before. <laughs> uh, can't can't sue you now. Uh, they don't exist. Uh, hey, but anyway, but but uh, yeah, that among other things, just a, a, a crazy couple of weeks. I don't even need to tell you about most of these stories. I'm sure you know about most of them. That we're talking about the outbreak of Legionnaires' disease <laughs> at Disneyland. Two coolant towers had to be shut down to prevent the Legionnaires outbreak. I don't think they're not sure it came from Disneyland, but they're pretty sure. <laughs> so like people just started getting sick in Anaheim and then they traced it back and they're like, all these people with Legionnaires disease all went to Disneyland uh, and they uh-huh. had to clean out two towers. And then, you know, Scott and I were there yesterday and so far I haven't contracted Legionnaires disease. I don't know what the symptoms are, but if being in a, in a J- great mood and feeling fine are the <laughs> symptoms, then I got them. Did you, Jason? Do you do you know what Legionnaire's symptoms are? Uh, I don't know the symptoms. Oh, okay. No. Uh, I is it? I think it's probably fever and it's the same symptoms as every other disease. Every other, <laughs> you disease. get a fever yeah. and you feel like crap, and Coughing. then yeah, cough. Um, wasn't yeah. there? There was several years ago. This is very old news, but there was the there was a, a an outbreak that uh, of, that started from a kid who had not been uh, vaxxed. That was yes. measles. Yeah, was yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It was a small child. Yeah, that had not been vaccinated and went in Fantasyland. And if your kid had not been vaccinated, or you, you could go to Disneyland, touch the wheel at the teacups, and get measles. Boy, wonderful! <laughs> yeah. It's a very touchy park in general. Like yeah, everything sure that is. kids do is like have fun, jump around it, touch it, touch, yeah. touch all the levers and buttons and doodads. And right in the middle of a state where people have some sometimes kooky ideas on child rearing. <laughs> sure. Anyway, uh, Jenny McCarthy, great job this year's mm-hmm. Rockin' Eve. Yeah. Uh, thanks for ringing it in. Uh, fine work as always. Blood on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> you. All I will not allow time. the innocent Disney company to take the blame. It's all Jenny. Uh, uh, what, what else? What else happened? There was also a blackout at, at Disneyland that oh, the, yeah. took out most of, uh, took out all of Toontown, a lot of Fantasyland, left mm-hmm. people stranded on It's a Small World for and a number of hours. Also notable uh, happened on the day both teams playing in the Rose Bowl were there. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. So huh? like, and in addition to like, wasn't it the twenty six or it, it was Christmas week? It was a big crowd day already. Mm-hmm. And then there was another thing going on, and then the blackout happened. And people had to walk off, right? Um, yeah, I think there were some walk-offs or some rides, okay. sure. Be, have we talked on the show yet about walk-offs and what a sort of a treasured thing it is? What a valued, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you get stuck in an attraction, uh, and then possibly the hope of seeing some backdoor weird alleyway part of the attraction mm-hmm. that people don't otherwise get to see. That's pretty exciting. Like that. What? Like if it was a walk-off and you were on Pirates, the dream would be like you'd have to get off the boat in the town. Like oh, that yeah. would be a dream to get to go up close and see the horrible Pirates. Yeah, to, to like pass right by one, get to uh, plant a kiss on one of them or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's not allowed, but... <laughs> but you, but all bets are off yeah. when things close. Uh, uh, yeah, anything where you'd have to like, uh, uh, you know, str- straddle water or like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, do, do some death-defying jump. Yeah, that'd be... So, um, so the blackout was bad, but it was good for those folks that probably got to walk through a few of the attractions. Uh, ah yeah. yes, if it happened to you and you're listening, let us know. Tell mm-hmm. us your tale. Share any uh, uh, photos. Ki- share any kisses you planted on robots. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us all the sultry details. That yeah. treat is like the opposite of what happened to me uh, when I went down to the park in uh, like mid December, and a woman kept 
holding up her giant dumbass phone to try to take a picture during the ride. Space Mountain, a pitch black ride. Kept oh, trying to get no. pictures in a pitch black ride. And I'm scared to death. Like, I'm going to get a concussion when that giant Android phone <laughs> flies out of her hand and right up my head. And like, then as we pulled back into the station, she went, wow, it sure was dark in there. <laughs> like a cartoon character. Oh, boy. Uh, you would have been like Fabio and the bird. Put a phone. Oh, it would have man, been a phone. that fucking bird. <laughs> it would have bloodied your nose. It's been a lot. Well, yeah, just lodged yeah. straight into your head, just a, yeah. a corner I wedged s- in there. And then we still do the podcast with you, but uh, it makes very little sense. Yeah. That <laughs> said, concussion ramblings. That was, I did not wait at all. I walked right on to Space Mountain because I used the single rider's line at the Space Mountain Disneyland. Another, Another piece news of, story. Yeah, oh, boy. News. That I, <laughs> I, are they still doing it? Uh, are they not? Was that I forgot test? to check. I, we didn't yeah. even go on Space Mountain. It was very uh, ad hoc when I was there. A lot of folding signs uh-huh. and like back, back. Oh, went through a back it's, alleyway I hadn't seen before. Oh, and yeah, there you go. Splash Mountain Two is like that where they, it was not intended. They don't have a special single single rider. You just kind of go through the exit and then they just plop you next to somebody. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, another exciting thing that happened while we were gone. Changes. They're shutting down. We, uh, uh, Mike and I went yesterday to bid farewell to Paradise Pier mm-hmm. at California Adventure, which is set to become Pixar Pier, which I'm sure will change everything. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you'll hear all of the earth-shattering details here on the show. Um, yeah, what what actually happens there? With the 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 California screaming turns into the, the Incredicoaster. Incredicoaster. Uh-huh. They put some stuff. It looks like they're going to put like some characters on it. So like you'll go through a tube, and Mrs. Incredible is stretching. So like there'll be something, but it's the exact right. same ride. There's going to be no change to what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. But like there'll be a yeah. few nice sh- and the ca- there'll be nice paint. You know also, there'll be they'll, new paint. <laughs> they're gonna make the Cove Bar into something like Frozone's Bar. Or we something, came up right? with a good like, yesterday. We came up with a good retheming for co- the Cove Bar, which is over on uh, Pix- uh, Paradise Pier. Uh, uh, theme it to the up or no up? Jesus, Fra- <laughs> theme it to Wally's Captain. <laughs> oh, so it's a glutton place. Yeah, it's so like he likes the- to. Uh, we yeah. assume he likes to drink. So yeah. <laughs> like the captain from Wally's bar, the, voiced by Jeff Garland, the one of the 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 what the the big the the fat Wally guy with the little bones with the most authority, <laughs> who I assume probably loves to to uh, to eat and have a good time. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So just big old uh, <laughs> uh, big old food trays. You just dip your head. We into need to or- get the Wally stuff into the park finally because people want to see a giant trash pile that a robot collects. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a better version of it. So that was our blue skying yesterday. Anything that Sorry, gets... by the way, Jason wasn't there because his past is not good I don't have the Saturdays, enough. okay? I'm not <laughs> no uh, throwing money around left and right like these two, you know? <laughs> uh, you can check out more frugal theme park texts on my uh, <laughs> upcoming uh, podcast on, a budget. on our, our own network. By, yeah, theme parks on a budget. The frugal... Uh, the frugal rider. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. That's I want good. this. Yeah. Maybe this is our yeah. Patreon uh, side project. It's an yeah. exclusive. The fr- I, I'm totally into the like frugal rider. Only go to the parks on a Tuesday morning. <laughs> I mean, it does roll. That's what I did. I got down there at like eight in the morning yeah. uh, on a Tuesday in December. And you did do a Tuesday morning, right? Yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday morning. and uh, Did you hitchhike your way down there? <laughs> no, I, that would have been more pleasant than driving in, you know, that morning rush hour traffic. Mm-hmm. But I wish. I did ride like six rides by 10 in the morning. <laughs> like it's so, 
that's the one time when tip. people go like, when is it not crowded? And it's like, uh, before 10 a.m. is pretty much your only guaranteed thing anymore. Mm-hmm. I think uh, this would be really an ultimate tip, but uh, and, and I, one I don't encourage anyone to try, especially not yourself, but uh, you could... Uh, the real way to save money would be to like get somebody to fly a helicopter over the park and then like try to sneakily skydive down into the park. Oh, sure. Oh, wow. And you're yeah. skipping you that admission that. altogether. Sure. Maybe see if you can land in the lake. That might be uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's a softer. shallow lake, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Depending on how high you're coming down from. Yeah. I think top of Matterhorn I would go with. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, yeah. Uh-huh. And then, you, and then you're coming down and people think you're mm-hmm. one of those mountain That's climbers. That's right. People think, oh, the mountain climber is back, but he's got a uh, American Apparel sweatshirt on. <laughs> Surely this is what would happen and not, like, as soon as you're within a thousand feet, you get shot down by Disney snipers. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, well, somebody, I don't know. Give it a shot. See if you can air. Yeah, sure. Somebody try to airdrop into Disneyland. Uh, what else? It's not just in Disney. Changes of foot everywhere. The Johnny Rockets. At Universal <laughs> City Walk is closing. I would uh, heartbreaking news no, that I'm not, sure you're all reading. Really, not, from. no, it's not actually. It's closing for a few weeks. Is it not? It is a no. It's closing for a few weeks for a refurbishment. It is a refurbishment <laughs> yeah. closing. Okay, okay, I see. Wait, it's okay. Because, it's going to be. So we okay. saw different news stories on the, in the theme park Twitter. I think they updated. What uh, was the account? Hmm. Was it Inside, Uni- Inside Universal? Yeah, shout Twitter. out to Inside Universal uh, for catching that there were walls around it and then correcting that it was just being refurbished. Okay, thank God. Because this is no, folks, if you haven't been up there, if you're not Los Angeles natives, this is no ordinary Johnny Rockets. Why it's uh, 1.5 times the size. <laughs> yeah. It's a sprawling campus. Of, so it uh, used to be a daily burgers. grill. <laughs> Oh, right, right. Here's the way that they reported. So Inside Universal, which is a Twitter account that follows Universal News exclusively that the three of us all follow. <laughs> and know uh, people personally involved uh-huh, That we with. know people personally. So I guess we're kind of, I'm sure they were Jumping doing Jumping on best. the back of their scoop. Yeah, but uh, but here. So they tweeted, Johnny Rockets at Universal City Walk Hollywood has closed. And that was when they put a put an article up about it. And then an hour later, Inside Universal has learned that the closure of Johnny Rockets is for refurbishment. The restaurant should open in a month. <laughs> okay. Oh, so thank God. They retracted their story. What a start that gave me. They have been closing a lot at the City Walk in Hollywood and replacing it with either like fast casual stuff, like, you know, your Smash Burger, your Ludo Chicken, or like slightly nicer stuff, I think at some point mm-hmm. is coming. But they still have a sock store. They still have a <laughs> store where Angeles you can purchase stock, st- market. Like stock market. socks. Yeah. And a store where you can buy the same garbage that you could buy on Hollywood Boulevard, like uh, Oscar statues Hollywood, that say yeah. best teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, 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 my, myself and upcoming guest uh, John Daly uh, had a had a pitch at the uh, uh, sim- <laughs> also defunct uh, company CISO, uh, R.I.P. <laughs> Farrell and CISO, and we went to City Walk beforehand because they, they were nearby each other, and uh, we went to that store and bought shirts that say I Heart Hollywood oh. so that we would <laughs> <Yeah>. be... <laughs> properly decorated for our pitch uh they were uh the shirts were met with a lot of forced grins and uh our show was not uh, picked up but if it had been uh we still wouldn't be making it because CISO is dead yeah uh, so hey thanks 
store. Uh, yeah. Upstart Crow is the name of it. I was just going through my receipts uh. for tax purposes. That shirt was a business write-off. Uh, it was for a meeting. So th- uh, I, <laughs> I now know it was the Upstart Crow. Thank you for uh, so you're helping keeping, the pitch. Yeah, you're helping keep them in business, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're legitimizing it, and I encourage everyone to go there. And uh, So, yeah. Uh, every- oh, you know what else you can get there are, like, you can buy... Um, License uh, uh, driver's licenses for like, oh, right, movie like McLovin or Elvis Presley <laughs> yes, or Marilyn exactly. Monroe, Dr. Evil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there's bizarre, like, some of them, like, they, they, there's a space for occupation, and in the case of Dr. Evil, it's like mad genius, but in the case of Beyonce, it's like single ladies. Like it's like, there's no consistency to what the occupations are. Um, so I will try the upstart crow uh-huh. for that. My memory is that half of it is also just Betty Boop merchandise. Is that wrong? Yeah, yeah there's that just a right. lot of Betty Boop. I mean, Boop a lot of those uh, gen- generic Hollywood souvenir stores are Betty Boop and James Dean and Marilyn. Mm-hmm. And Maybe Elvis. the easiest license to get, possibly. <laughs> yeah. That might just be f- floating out there. Uh, um, well, but so there the, lots, lots of stories, and <laughs> but there's an, another uh, uh, tiny one that we uh, should probably fit a little uh, bit of time of the podcast to talk about, which is the arrival of Donald J. Trump into the Hall of Presidents. Oh, are we doing that happened. one first? Oh, we or are could. We doing wait, the, oh, wait. Uh, uh, well, are we doing the... Uh, well, I just don't want the... Uh, well, we, we can we can hit the cadavers as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which, which order? Um, uh, uh, I I think let's do cadavers. Let's talk cadavers. Okay, okay. okay. Trump, me, Trump teaser, but cadavers. I, I yeah. want to take the lead on this one. Okay, great. Okay, so uh, uh, this is one that I feel like a lot of theme park news sites did not pick up on. Uh, but Scott... <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, I was aware of this because of Matt Wyatt's uh, uh, a friend of the podcast thank you yeah. Matt uh, uh, sent sent this to Scott and this is part of a Reuters series called The Body Trade Cashing In on the Dead uh, uh, and I have some of it in front of me uh, the summary of this, this series this is part 6 Cadavers in the Ballroom Doctors Practice Their Craft in America's Favorite Hotels Big names in hospitality have a little-known sideline. They rent space to physicians who drain on cadavers and body parts. There is scant regulation, and some public health specialists warn of biosafety risks. So uh, this is the opening of the article, and I think you'll quickly see why we're talking about it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Just outside the operating theater, the organizers of a medical conference wore Minnie Mouse ears. Inside, as doctors practiced on three cadavers, blood from one of the human specimens seeped through a layer of wrapping. Uh, I guess we should have had a warning before that. They leak, a lab technician said of the bodies. This session, (laughs) so... uh, uh, Mouse ears, blood leaking already in this story. Um, The session's... Held last month, attended by a Reuters reporter, weren't at a hospital or medical school. They were part of a so-called cadaver lab. 
It was one of scores of such events over the past six years that have been held at a hotel or its convention center. And now here it comes. In this case, doctors practice nerve root blocks and other procedures on cadavers in one of the Grand Harbor Ballroom salons at Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resort Convention (laughs) Center. Uh-huh. That's right. There's the twist. A cadaver lab at the beautiful Yacht and Cl- <laughs> Beach Club Resort. Yes, which if you haven't been down to Disney World is kind of the, uh, what do you, it's sort of the New England mm-hmm. themed, uh, uh, very very picture, picturesque, one of my favorite yeah. hotels that very I stayed tony, at when I was a kid. Very upscale. And... Yeah, yeah. A deluxe resort, in fact, yeah. it is classified as. And the ballrooms where also just conventions and weddings are held yeah. are also being used to take actual dead bodies and do tests the, and practice operations on them. Uh, online, Disney refers to ball, their ballrooms at this particular place as regal and resplendent. And, and offered no comment on this cadaver <laughs> lab story. And so what's crazy to me is this resort just got like a top to bottom refurbishment. And this is already and it was already like one of the most expensive properties in orlando right. and knowing that just feet away from your room are just like bone pieces going flying yeah that was part of this article is that whatever whatever uh, uh, tests and operations are being done they do like put down plastic and sanitize yeah. the room to some extent to but some also extent. yeah uh, uh but also just you know Surgeries are pretty wild, and little bone pieces can go flying up and hit the ceiling. And one of the <laughs> concerns in the article was from people who think that this is, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's 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 basically like not th- these events are not really under the purview of uh, 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 health code regulations. Health code, uh, also like any convention, people forget to shut doors. So I think the reporter was like, I was standing outside in the hallway, which was a public access hallway, and I could see a corpse. <laughs> like, this is crazy. Disney doesn't need this money from Cadaver Labs. Like, <laughs> there's so many hotels in they... Orlando, and there's so much convention space. And also, this is a very weird part of, like, these bodies come from, like, after they, you know, organ donors, or if you donate your body to science, and after they're done with it, they're like, well, does someone else want to turn with this body? Like... <laughs> It's you end up, you end up going to the, Disney World. The, fr- the <laughs> phrase "body brokers" was used in this article. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to a body broker and you you get a body for whatever you want. Oh my god! Yeah, the, so... There's a horrifying thing I think in the same article that said the Reuters reporter witnessed one participant who was operating on this dead body because that's what it's for. They're trying to learn how to operate on. Yeah, or test out new like yes, medical or, devices that right. are for sale or. Uh, one of the people that was operating like you know just had a hand hands full of blood and he was trying to wash and there's no sink in a lot of these places you have to go to the bathroom and he had to go arms outstretched out into the hallway <laughs> like covered in whatever i mean i don't know his blood still depending oh, on how old wow. the cadaver is i don't know what that what happens to blood after a while but there's got to be some liquid there's got to be still some liquid in these bodies and they have to be kept fresh so yeah, you could be walking through with your family <laughs> and there's a young medical student just dripping with like goo. A kid who was like 
you know, the Snow White ride was too scary for me. I don't want to go on that again. Oh, that's okay, honey. You don't have to. <laughs> Quick, get me to a bathroom. I need sanit- I need to be sanitized. Just blood dripping uh, yeah. off a of guy's As he walks scrubs. by Goofy and Yacht Captain attire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the other features of this hotel are a, a big uh, pool area with a water slide that comes out of a shipwreck called Storm Along Bay and a snack stand called Beaches and Cream. Hugely oh. popular. And then, Both of these things hugely popular mm-hmm. among Disney uh, loyalists. Steps away, blood and bone exposed. <laughs> I, yeah. I imagine that it's like you're eating at Beaches and Cream and just think of the scene in the Ghost in Ghostbusters 2 when they come from the sewer covered in goo <laughs> and they interrupt Bill Murray who's eating there and they're getting goo over all these rich fancy people. That's exactly what happens at Beaches and Cream when you're trying to eat one of the kitchen sink floats which is their like $50 uh, giant mess of ice cream. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. You can only assume also with the New England theming that someone there speaks in that tycoon voice. Oh, well, my heavens. <laughs> I never. Um, I phrase. <laughs> <laughs> this for $500 a night. <laughs> um, yeah, I really insane. Also the fact that, see, the so uh, uh, just to give the, the body brokers credit, the body's in this operation are screened for HIV and hepatitis, but there's certain things that you can't really pre-track, like tuberculosis. So there could be tuberculosis-filled bones flying around this room. Mm -hmm. And also, as the article points out, uh, you know, like a a little piece of bone ends up in a carpet that they didn't put plastic down on and then in two days there's a wedding there and there's a one-year-old crawling around on the floor who's like you know nobody's nobody has eyes on and is like you know he's, he's like l- licking the carpet or something Jesus. Like, uh, i'm describing a very grim scene this yeah. is what this is why uh, this article was written it's why people are concerned and uh, yeah and it's it's i don't know i mean it's another just insane branch of health care in our country it's just another insane dark side story (laughs) to how america deals with health stuff um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like it's crazy to me that like disney i mean they must have known when they're booking these events like they would have to know (laughs) someone's gonna someone's gonna find out about this at some point but like i really haven't seen much uproar about it so we might be helping break this Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, in the theme park world, <laughs> but people aren't maybe... reading uh, the Reuters website all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too constantly on Reuters. Uh, just once in a while. But uh, yeah, the maybe though Disney, maybe the body brokers have a little situation, a little backdoor situation with Disney, and maybe there's maybe Disney has needs for. Uh, before dead bodies, maybe like maybe you're like you know that's the correct amount of weight to test uh, uh, roller coasters with, or uh, uh-huh. uh, I don't There's know. There's no maybe. other way to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how else? Only... How else could you? Wait, I mean, sewing sacks together of sand couldn't do the same job. No, or? no, no. Well, look, you'd have to like stack them up and make a. You'd have to make sand arms and legs. You know, who knows if they, yeah, that's complicated? Why not just go straight to well, the source? And uh, I think they need the bodies because they need to refresh the skeletons on the Pirates of the Caribbean every once in a while. So that what other way are they going to get those? Mm-hmm. There's no way to make a fake skeleton. <laughs> and it's expensive and time It's expensive. Yeah, you can, but it's like $500,000 for a fake skeleton. Michael, that sounds like mere tomfoolery to me. No. I'm being very <laughs> highly serious. 
Well, this I I think there is there is one recent audio animatronic that very well that very likely may be a reanimated <laughs> corpse, which is the <laughs> new animatronic of Donald J. Trump in the Hall of Presidents. Yeah, here yeah. we go. Here Walt we go. Disney on this World. One. Now that what we got the cadavers out of the way, and we can we, uh, <laughs> we can we can get on to this. Cut to the chase. Uh, uh, I mean, look, this is a this is a story that's been out there a bunch already. If you're listening to this podcast, I can only assume that you've seen photos, perhaps a uh, number of photos. Of the uh, of, of the glorious uh, uh, Trump bot, but uh, anyway, it, it was they they snuck it in very uh, just under the wire, maybe thinking that uh, you, you slide it into the holiday season, people don't really pay attention. People's yeah. trips are pre-booked, and families are there, and they, they don't uh, attract a lot of trouble. I was I was just always. I, I I was wondering if this was ever going to open. I can't believe it did in, in 2017. And uh, suddenly one day it happened and we dropped everything and we <laughs> had a little emergency session of tweet session? what to tweet about we it. We had our and, own uh, tweet storm um, going. <laughs> it was our little The Post style. Um, <laughs> all right, what do we do? Roll your sleeves up, gentlemen. Um, but it's there. Trump's Trump's there and he's making his speeches and waving his Trump's hands around every day. ugly as sin. Donald John Trump, as he says. <laughs> I, I'm Donald, Donald John Trump. By the way, and I think people have mentioned something like this, but I don't know. See, I haven't seen anyone say his name is Don John, the same as Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character in the movie Don John, where the, he's like, like, I like three things. My women, whatever. My cars and my porn. My <laughs> my I like lifted weights and I like porno. <laughs> and that's Don John. I but that's the same Don name. John. He's Donald Trump is Don John. Yeah. Yeah, you never hear the the, the John. Yeah, it's only yeah. it's only Jay. And he says it on the ride or mm-hmm. on the on during the show. Yeah. Donald John Trump. Um so I mean a lot of people have seen the 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 character and it's uh you know, we don't. We only have audio here. To, it's hard to describe, but he's. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 grotesque. Certainly, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I'd be incredibly insulted. I mean, it looks. It technically, it's a good life. Another generation of lifelike animatronics, but it really, really makes him look like shit. Yeah. Uh, and the speech he gives is probably the most coherent speech Donald Trump has ever given. Probably because it wasn't written by one of the fucking white supremacist speechwriters he has on stand. When it wasn't, wasn't written, written off the, just the top of Bannon his dome. Steve Miller. It wasn't just coming off his dome. Yeah, Imagineers wrote like a pretty safe uh, spiel about yeah. America. Oh, Jason, let me correct you though. Steve Bannon didn't really have anything to do with the presidency. That's that's coming. Oh, out is since. that what we're going with now? No, no, no. Is yeah, he had very. His... He was a yeah. He, he was he was a coffee boy basically. He was an overblown. He was he was there. He was in the room, but I think he was just fetching people snacks. So mm-hmm. just to correct your oh, uh, you're your, right. Your I, take yeah, on sloppy. I forgot. So he is sloppy. Yeah, Steve, sloppy Steve. So. I think he was probably going to get people coffees and tripped yeah, and fell, right. and that's why sure. he's now he's sloppy yeah. Steve. Um. Yeah, oh God. Yeah, the 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 speech itself. I mean, I don't not not to just read it. I'm trying to remember. I mean, the part the part that I noted and have written down is the, specifically the line: "Being American is to be an optimist." Yes, that's what I was going to say too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I don't think he's ever he's he is not an optimistic man. No, no. At the I I I put that side by side to uh, another pre-written speech of a rare pre-written speech of his, which is from his inauguration address. Rusted out factories scattered like tombstones across the landscape of our nation. <laughs> Though I guess that's him describing the past, and the yeah, optimist yes, in him yes. is saying, no more. And I, uh, after the last year, yeah, no more of those factories. He scrubbed them all up. That, rust, that w- rust be gone. That was apparently a thing revealed in that, what is that book that everyone's going nuts on? The 
Fury, oh, the Fire and the Fury, Fury just released. As yeah, we record this. that inauguration address was supposed to be like a rousing victory cry, but because like Trump is such a grumpy Gus and he looked so unhappy, uh, it, like it came out as like a just a just a horrifying like yeah. ooh. Well, and it was the the weather was storm. Oh, the weather was atrocious. No one was there. <laughs> that too. No one was watching. Uh, but people seemed like they were lining up for this all of presidents. And uh, yeah. why not? Why not watch watch the train wreck? Why not check it out? Oh um, yeah. I mean, well, the day that it broke on Twitter was very exciting. We did all just have to drop everything. We were texting each yeah. other and refreshing Twitter every two minutes. And like, because imagine being in the park when that happens. Oh like, yeah. Oh, oh my god, it's happening with no announcement. We can be the first in this audience yeah for sure uh friend of the podcast uh, bugsy malone bugsy the gangster uh as he is canonically known on our I podcast don't know that. i'd call him a friend after uh, the way he threatened us <laughs> uh go easy on bugsy i loved his skeleton dance his graveyard dance mm-hmm. but yeah he's, he's a he's a skeleton now so bugsy bones was there presumably for a cadaver related yeah, right. operation checking on some club. of his buddies um, from hey, sing sing i know him i was in sing sing with him uh he he was there he happened to be there with on a pre-books trip like with like a week out and like a lot of a lot of MAGA hats he said a lot of folks uh very excited to go uh represent uh, and and uh, check out their guy and he alerted me to uh two things i mean you can everybody can watch video of the attraction if you haven't already it's this odd stiff speech that is pretty nothing other than the fact that it's not in line with how he talks otherwise but this this i would not know uh without bugsy that when he uh uh when they in the the roll call when they get to abraham lincoln he does this odd he like (laughs) gestures to lincoln who's sitting pretty close to him with kind of this attitude of like huh pretty good huh there he is. There he is. Yeah, hey, mm, I, I ain't heard a lot of these other folks. I don't know about no John Tyler, but uh, hey, Lincoln, hey, pretty good. Look. Abraham Lincoln, classic, best. <laughs> Class act, winner. Class act. Um, but there's another thing uh, that I haven't seen written up anywhere, which is almost odder than the uh, th- than the gesture to Lincoln. And I'll just, I'm going to turn the laptop and show you guys. Um, <laughs> look, look up a video. If you look up like close up, Trump yeah. and watch his watch what Trump is doing for the entire roll call because if you don't know in the Hall of Presidents they say the name of every president right. these robots of all of them and uh, right around the middle they get to uh, oh I might have backtracked right around the middle they get to Teddy Roosevelt mm-hmm. and just watch the video of this because look look what he does during Teddy Roosevelt he kind of holds up his hand and starts counting or mis- <laughs> like he puts his fiddle with I, the fingers i notice this too i have this uh, i have this written down okay. he has his middle finger and his thumb and he like rubs them kind of together and it's this real odd he only does it once he only mm-hmm. the robot does it once and i don't know if that's a thing trump does i'm confused by it i don't, I don't yeah it's not i'd be concerned if it were something it, it, it's i was concerned it was going to be the okay sign you know how the, the uh, uh alt-right has adopted to the like you know a okay symbol. Oh, is it but some dog not. whistle something? No, I don't. I can't imagine <laughs> them putting that in there. Like that's horrifying. But it's not. It, it looks like more like he's rubbing like when you know, like hey, you owe me money. Like when a mobster like rubs their fingers together, <laughs> like you owe the money. It feels like there are a few other, in addition to this, subtle digs at him. Mm-hmm. Not obviously just the way he looks, but also. 
like we were looking at close up like video of of the other presidents who all have an odd look on their face and do like kind of slightly roll their eyes once in a while while he's talking. Yeah, yeah. And when you, we went back, and my girlfriend and Lindsay, we, we went back and we looked at like the Obama one, and they don't seem to be moving their eyes at all when Obama was speaking. So there feels like there's some subtle stuff. Also, I noticed when watching that same video, Trump looks away when the other, like so what they'll announce a president and everybody looks to, all the robots look to the right. Trump will look to the left. Trump will look <laughs> a different direction. Like and look like an idiot because they're all looking <laughs> at one president except for him who kind of looks or like kind of looks bored or like looks over. He's like kind of just, just staring into, into the, the distance. Yeah, he's not focused on anything. And yeah, you can watch every single president goes hard right to hard left, uh-huh. and only he's just staring up. I yeah, I think he's I think he's bored. Uh, there's these very he does a very <laughs> odd like thumbs up gesture. That at is the so end funny. If pretty... you haven't watched this whole video, at the very end when the music soars. His little, like his little hands, in this like tiny gesture where he's just like giving the thumbs up like this. Oh, he barely has his thumbs, thumbs up, up from his stomach. Like there's probably like six inches from his thumbs to his stomach, and it's so funny. I mean, it's it's funny too that they captured his dumbass long tie and his stupid open jacket. That his jacket is just always open; it's never buttoned. Like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he and, he never talks like this, and he never dresses like this. I've, and yeah. I've never seen him in anything other than the like. I'm sure he wears other ties, but I only know like big, bright red, long, long. Yeah, tie. usually. And they and... they dressed him up a bit. He's the, I don't know. He's still one of the <laughs> the dumber looking ones on the stage, <laughs> despite people being in like powdered wigs and yeah. uh, frilly collars and 1800s clothes. Disney really, uh, you know, with this attraction, like, this is one of the ones that it's like, oh, you probably can't ever close it. Like, they painted themselves into a corner by, like, yeah, we have to add the current president, and then like, in the 90s, it's like, and now the current president has to talk. And, like, mm-hmm. there's all these, like, artifacts in the lobby. Like, they couldn't demolish this building because they would have to protect all these artifacts, and then they'd have to destroy all all these robots of like American heroes. Although that said, if you look at them cumulatively, it is a real hodgepodge of like rapists, sociopaths, outright racist, genocide committers, uh, drone, drone strike enthusiasts. Like all the presidents is full of assholes, full of uh, horrible assholes. Uh, yeah. maniacs. They don't. Um, uh, maybe they wouldn't deny that though. It's not as if they're say these are the forty-five greatest men that ever. No, were. that's yeah, that's true. But it's certainly yeah when you think about who's in there and what they've yeah done it's like oh there's andrew jackson the butcher yeah there he is <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's looking at trump but he's like rolling his eyes and you're like hey don't roll your eyes andrew jackson yeah <laughs> who do you think of the uh, 45 presidents and then let's just take like 45 random pirates from pirates of the caribbean who have done worse <laughs> things we don't know we'd have to make up the backstory of the pirates uh-huh. but right I um, mean, cumulatively, when you have the arm, uh, when the you army. have the might of the United <laughs> States military at your hand. Yeah. And uh, all Jack Sparrow's got is a bottle of rum. And, and, <laughs> and, that, and they also, a lot of the pirates seem nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's they true. They are Disney-fied. The pirates are Disney-fied. The presidents, you cannot. <laughs> no, no matter how much you wash away, you can't wash yeah. away those sins. I think it's possible somebody might buy one of those brides at that auction and just, like, take them out to some nice dinners. Oh, yeah, they're some very nice. Some of those nice guys to are the... too goofy looking to have... Uh, too, too bad yeah. of intentions. They of couldn't course, dream of it. Of course. Those pirates are just nice guys. They burned down the city, sure, but... 
when it comes down to it, they just want to goof around. Um, uh, uh, the Caribbean has- town carnage, rusted out, <laughs> rusted out restaurants, and uh, <laughs> if they ditch, if they get rid of Hall of Presidents, which I think they, sh- if they want to do it, they have to get rid of it. Like in the in an election year, probably like at the end of a president's tenure, so no one accuses them of being bipartisan or saying well, before well, you're getting, anyone's running. That's well, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, while people are running, though, maybe hmm. unless there's like a crazier guy than Trump. If they if in uh, by some bizarre stretch of the imagination, uh, the, Trump is impeached and Pence gets in there, I could see them going. All right, you know what? If this it's is the way the president is going to be, yeah. if we're going to have to be changing these out every year and a half, then uh, maybe we don't do this anymore. Also, right. if they have a replacement ready, if they're like, you can't tear down the Hall of Presidents. Well, it's the X-Men's mansion now. Okay, bulldoze it. <laughs> you destroy it. Yeah, done, gone, right done. and left can agree on that. We sure. want to go to the danger room. Uh, uh, you just she- put masks on all the existing ones. Millard Fillmore's Wolverine. Gambit. Strife. Yeah, got to get strife in there. <laughs> that's the, that oh, the man, that one. would be great if it was just we, a show a, showing all the X-Men and like all of the X-Men. Man, we're getting ahead allies. of ourselves. We should do this in the yeah. last segment yeah, of the yeah. show. Uh, we'll one, save the Hall of X-Men. One last thing about the Trump thing. A hearty jeers to that one idiot who protested it, to that one idiot who already, yeah. in the lamest way possible, like stood up when Trump started talking and started yelling, lock him up. <laughs> and it's like, you see the picture of this guy and he's like the biggest dipshit looking white dude uh boho bohemian looking white dude and then when reporters asked him like what do you say to the criticisms of like you kind of ruined a lot of people's uh fucking vacation or what like ruined people's day he's like these people should check their privilege said the man who paid money to go to disney world and yell lock him up he even i found a bigger interview and it's even one step beyond which is that he went he was already going there with his family yeah of Says, you know, because hey, I couldn't afford it myself. You kidding? I could. So he's being taken there by his family. Family. He's on a parent paid uh, (laughs) Disney World vacation, yelling about check your privilege. Exactly. (laughs) And like, there's there's. There were probably people in that room who, like, saved up for years, or maybe this is the one time they get to go. Maybe there was like a family reunion, and it's like, come on, dude, you're not changing enemy. Like, shut up. Like, like, go protest there's yeah, plenty go, of there's real plenty things of real to go protest, protest and go protest the president for real where he go like nonprofits. but it's like come on man like it's most people are taking a nap during this ride you probably just startled a lot of sleepy dads and like kids and stuff i feel like i this whole time i've kind of been looking forward to maybe protests happening in that thing and then it happened and i, I didn't like it it's, i just didn't it like the, the way it went down version of it too i, mean, I don't um, know what you can do other than like hop on stage and try to steal the robot like <laughs> Other than just trying to disrupt the show. I've said it several times, but they, I know that there's big old turkey legs right next to the Hall of Presidents. I remember them specifically in the Liberty Square area and just nailing it real hard in the face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, so would be, that would be funny. Uh, like, like, yeah, yeah, that would be funny. That's true. There are a funny ways to do this. I mean, you would feel a lot of nice Imagineers put a lot of time, but I think even they would have to go, oh, that was really funny that you cle- like cleanly took the head off of the Trump robot with a turkey leg. <laughs> They'd have to admire it. Yeah, They would nobody's... have to go, well, I get it. Like, But there's we aren't there rumors that there's security in these shows as well? Oh, 
Oh, maybe they so. had been. That they have like, plain clothes security officers. Yeah, I haven't in, been. in the. Well, there are spikes that we know. There's they, like, but not like yeah, hard like pointed spikes. But they did add like a layer. Little flourishes or little. They almost look like fleur de lis, but they yeah. look like they ma- they're made out of fucking balsa wood. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I don't, don't think those look... are really dissuading anybody. Yeah. Uh, they built a wall. <laughs> they had to fill. Yeah, the wall. they built a wall. All right. Um, I, I, I mean, there's a thousand things to say about this, but the other thing they seem to be doing to try to quell the uh, uh, potential outbursts is that they don't really provide a point. For the booing to happen. I mean, this yes. protester found one. He just started yelling, lock him up. But as opposed to, I've watched now, just to make sure, I watched video of the previous presidents who all actually gave speeches, Clinton, W. Bush, and Obama. And in, for sure, in all of the previous iterations, they say, ladies and gentlemen, the current president of the United States, blank. And I watched one of George W. Bush from 2009, where he gets a raucous applause. People are like, <laughs> well, George W. Bush, yay! It's like, it's huge for him but they don't so so they kind of downplay that by 2009 having, yeah yeah like Still. i think like january like bef- when he was oh, heading, right before I, I may okay. have been watching the video of like his last uh, appearance that, oh they yeah might before they closed right sending right. him out i'm not sure but so they, they yeah they sort of don't give you a boo point which they've never done in a previous uh, uh iteration of the ride and they so they kind of get around it by having uh washington make a little speech which he also did for obama and then yeah. Trump they, says his own name as part of yeah. saying his own oath of office. It says like, and now we go to the present. That's all. Yes. That's all the narrator says. Yeah. It doesn't. They don't announce the president. Which they weirdly all they also did for Obama, but then they also say Morgan Freeman, who right. hightailed the fuck out of this ride <laughs> as soon as uh, Trump appeared. He says, "Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Barack Hussein Obama." And they say right. Hussein in it, uh, uh, and uh, uh, I'm sure. But there were boos for. No bomb. Like they were, were having problems. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Absolutely. That's why they've been worried about years. this thing. Is yeah. that they're ever since the president started talking, and especially with Bush and Obama, people have been mm-hmm. like actively cheering or booing. Yeah. <laughs> but no one knows. President Baby Man broke our brains so much. No one knew how people would react to him because everything is chaos now. Everything is insane. So like, including our deer theme parks. It's yeah, terrible. including our deer theme. But but you know this is. This will, we're all going to forget he's in there soon enough. I mean, like, yeah. Well, they, you, you know what? I'll say they did a good job. The fact that there's only been that one protest, I think that'll dissuade other people from I mean, doing I think, it. Yeah. Nothing else major. Yeah, we didn't see anything else major. The la- uh, Real quick to go quick. I also think that uh, the only one of the only presidents Trump looks at is Nixon. When they announce Nixon, do I they think do that? I think we, we can look at again. Look at a bit again. He the, looks the at other, Nixon. The other thing, also, they they make a big. This has never been in a previous iteration, but they they very specifically point out in the narration that it's really it's more about the idea of a president. They say this several <laughs> times. Oh, one quote, goody. Once again, we place our trust in the idea of a president. <laughs> this also, after a lot of. Um, at the very beginning, they mentioned Walt Disney a lot, which I think is a way oh. to say, shut up, nerd, settle down. Walt wanted yeah, this. Yeah, that's in the lobby, too. There's like a corner. There's like, here's James K. Polk's vest, and here's Lincoln's hat, and here's a corner about Walt Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, our, our, our 47th president. president. My president. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I, yeah, I think invoking him is this way. Like, he would have wanted, he loved American history. Right, and even even if it's not a guy you love, don't you? He belongs here, right, guys? Man, he has yeah. to be here. This That's- was Nixon when it opened. What do you want? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah. The, here's we'll show you a video of Nixon dedicating the monorail mm-hmm. with Walt. They were buddies. You're gonna complain now? Yeah, uh-huh. he was. A, he loved piece of shit conservative politicians. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? He was Walt Disney. He'd be so happy about all this. Uh, yeah, not like Iger turning his back on no, that. leaving um, the counts the special. Oh, the evil special business council. council. <laughs> evil business council. Disney would have, what would Walt no, do? He that's, all that. the councils have been disbanded by this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, no more councils. No more councils. Are done. By the way, also, another real quick thing, although we, okay, let's talk for 45 more minutes. There's a ton to say here, but the, uh, I was very, I got curious if there was real, any real, um, if there were any Google results for Donald Trump Disneyland before 2015, mm-hmm. uh, like before he was literally in the parks. Right. Uh, just is there any association between uh, uh, Trump and Disney? And I found two things. One, to speak of heads of Disney, Michael Eisner, in, uh, actually, when Trump started campaigning, Michael Eisner said, uh, Trump expresses what a lot of people have in their unconscious nightmarish thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that style of insulting people, everybody you can insult should be representing our country. Michael Eisner, hard against, hard against Donald Trump, Trump uh, although he also made, his company made a giant deal with Sinclair Broadcasting, the Ooh. right-wing <laughs> fake local news syndicate that uh, John Oliver railed against. Uh, so uh, Eisner talks to talk, maybe he doesn't walk the walk. But the, but the other, uh, the, I think I, then I broadened the search to just Donald Trump theme park. And here's here's a fact I'd never heard. There's something called Steeplechase Park, which is a part of Coney Island. Oh, sure. Um, one of three zones of Coney Island. And in 1965, this area, this beloved seaside amusement park, was bought and torn down by Fred Trump. There it is. Wow. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Man. Old man Fred Trump Old shutting man Fred down. Trump, the uh, guy arrested at a KKK rally. Is that right in Brooklyn? Was he? Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel like there's there's some weirdness in the family. If we get, if we... Oh, there's some weirdness in the family? <laughs> yeah, I feel like well, there's some think a little bit? <laughs> man, he hated, I bet, I mean, he, for sure he hated fun. Yeah. He hated fun. He was like Art Carney from the Christmas special. He was <laughs> oh, a, ca- yeah. a cartoonish old man who only liked business. He liked the day's business, <laughs> and he liked the Ku Klux Klan. Maybe <laughs> he, was- he was another character. So many characters have been based on Donald Trump in mm-hmm. cinematic history. Maybe Art Carney's character <laughs> from the Disney special. Gramps. Gramps was probably based on old Fred Trump. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Oh, an old man who destroyed an amusement park. He's a literal Scooby Doo <laughs> yeah, villain. Yeah, really. And the and the end. He ended up uh, then like the the zoning for the area like didn't let them put up housing developments, which is what he wanted to do. So they just he sold it back to the city for in a frustrated state. Three years later, having torn down all the fun rides. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, yeah, right? Uh, He's so easy. The <laughs> Trumps hate theme parks. They hate. Yeah. And look what they've done since we're here. Now we're all mad and talking about pro- our little escapist theme park podcast has now become all politicized because of the because of the Trump family again. But why don't we segue into something lighter? Absolutely, possible antitrust media uh, <laughs> media company <laughs> marriages. Yeah, the consolidation, so our, of, the all consolidation media. of all media. Our final story that we have to talk about is yes, uh, we is a horrible thing probably for everyone involved media news everything uh the merger between fox and disney or i guess disney's buying fox what do they want to call it it's not really a merger disney i guess is buying their the assets. assets of 21st century fox which is mm-hmm. like the creative wing of the fox company fox news 
uh, uh, Fox, the broadcasting channel is not going with them. Yeah, no. But and, some and, of its and shows news, are. Some, some, of, shows some of the shows are. So yes. The way television movies get made uh, is insane uh, to look at from to normal people, and it's uh, kind of complicated to explain. But mm-hmm. there's studios, there's channels, there's production companies, there's... Yeah, and confusingly, uh, Fox, the studio, is not necessarily affiliated with Fox, the channel, uh, right. Very confusing. Yeah. I've I've learned these some of these things by the way because I have a, a a project in the works that now I believe because of this deal is owned by by Disney. So I'd like to say I'm all for it. I don't oh, know what sure. you guys are talking <laughs> yeah. about. Thank you, Disney, my <laughs> beloved new overlord. Um, well, if you get a free pass out of it, of course it's good. Sure, oh boy, I'm no not matter. I'm, I'm not. You don't want to ask for that. Um, <laughs> Renegotiate now. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't give me what I want, maybe I'll speak ill of this whole thing on my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want that, do you? Uh, so, Mike, so what are some of the things Disney would get out of this deal? Well, I mean, I, I, no one, everyone's really speculating, so I don't really know exactly what everything is perfectly, but they're going to get, like, Avatar. They're going to get Alien, the Alien franchise. They're going to mm-hmm. get Simpsons. Uh, Simpsons. They're going to get Family Guy. They're going to get Die Hard. They're going to get, like, a ton of, like, back catalog of TV show and movies because um, it's it's very confusing because sometimes you look at the Wikipedia and it says like this was co-produced by two studios so I'm not exactly sure everything but I think most of the things I just mentioned they're going to get like full control over and of course the big thing and probably the big reason they wanted to do this was all the Marvel characters from Fox get to finally come home to Disney we're talking X-Men we're talking Fantastic Four and we're and talking, talking Deadpool. And we're talking Lord. Deadpool, talking motherfucking cunt ass Deadpool. <laughs> um. Yeah, he's irreverent. The and, Merc with the mouth uh-huh. is finally back home at the House of Ideas. Every, everyone's favorite, like everyone's fifth favorite '90s character that is somehow like the giant star now is yeah. Uh, is yeah he's coming home to Disney. Which and, and the, so the out. big question is: Does this? Does the Disney ownership affect? I, I I can't like. Will it affect how these properties are released, or do they have to be more family friendly or anything? Uh, I can't imagine they they. Well, Bob be. Iger was asked about Deadpool. Ah. <laughs> Some reporter was like very concerned. Like, is Deadpool gonna go away now? We're gonna get more Deadpool, right? And he's gonna get to say bad naughty words. Uh, and Bob Iger was like, "Yes, Deadpool will still have his wit and his irreverency, and, and his I R-rated, a, still and R-rated. still be. I think there's still room for R-rated. We I mean, don't allow asides to camera here at the Disney Corporation. <laughs> <laughs> no more, <laughs> no more comments. He's gonna be. He, yeah, he can't say like, what oh, is this, Rosie O'Donnell over here?' <laughs> like one of his famous quips where he he's like, for some reason in 1997." Like, oh, Rosie O'Donnell. He can't do. Yeah. He can't do a bunch of jumps and flips to third eye blind, semi charmed life. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, well, it's gonna have to change a little bit. But uh, it's it remains to be seen because because they have a whole Marvel apparatus that makes. Look, and Jason and I are big Marvel boys, as we've said on the show before. Since we were kids, yeah, big we Marvel kids. boys. Um, uh, and they make now they make three movies. Disney's made three Marvel movies a year, and they vary from like, you know. Oh, good to okay, and we'll see what happens. We don't know if Deadpool it will throw things off because no one has said the no one said fuck in Marvel yet. 
So when mm-hmm. will Deadpool come in and say that, and will it just upset everything? Will, will and it'll be, be the new. Uh, uh, <laughs> now I can't go. What was the first uh, talky line? Um, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's not. I was gonna say, here's looking at you, kid. That is no hard is it, and correct. You ain't heard nothing. You yet? ain't heard nothing yet. It'll be a yeah. you ain't heard nothing yet moment. The first time fuck is said in a Marvel Disney. Hey, fuck off, Robert Downey Jr. And he'll say his real name, and then people will. I don't know. I have a feeling it's going to be separate. I feel like it's going to be a like its own no. thing, and then maybe he yeah. like winks at the camera, or maybe in like ten years when there's another like mega Avengers crossover movie, Deadpool shows up for a couple minutes. I think they're separate, but I think X Men and Fantastic Four movies go back to one. I think they relaunch. I think they burn off this Dark Phoenix one. Well, they got a lot of out. movie. That what's weird about this is like when you buy a movie studio, they have a year or two worth of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have like three X Men movies. They have Deadpool two already shot and made. Yeah, that come a, out via so that Disney has to I guess soon? come out via Disney. New Mutants. I, this deal is also going to take like a year to fully, I think, process. Mm-hmm. I think Trump's already like, "Hey, great! This is this sounds good to me." <laughs> like he doesn't see a problem with only Disney owning everything. Is there any I, chance it gets shot down by? Uh, you're not right, in probably this under Republican the, yeah. government. Sure, yeah. Um, sure, but yeah, for it shouldn't. There's no. It shouldn't. No, I mean it's bad for like yeah, uh, monopoly like media corporation monopolies. It's it's a bad thing. And is it happening because the uh, 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 the Murdoch children are fail sons and daughters? I mean, I would they're like fucking idiots. That's what I assumed. It's like Murdoch is going to die one day and doesn't trust any of his children with this stuff. Well, so. I'm just going to uh, uh, parrot what I heard uh, a fellow podcaster, Jim Hill, say on his podcast is that uh, they're concerned that like content is the is the thing that's going to move you know whatever streaming service you have, and they were looking ahead, and they're like, we're going to lose to Disney. We may as well cut our losses now and make $60 billion, and because that's how much like the deal. It's like a $60 billion deal. They're going to keep their news network. They're going to still keep their keep organizations the of evil. And, yeah. Those are going to happen. Apparently, and the, does not go anywhere. Oh, and the lot right. doesn't. Yeah, I yeah, they're that... going to keep that there. Because like modern, this is a weird thing too. With, with Modern Family is a Fox owned show, but it airs on ABC. So then Disney gets control of Modern Family and gets all their residual money and all that shit. Disney right. gets control of Avatar, which they have had to license for the parks, and now they will save all yes. of this licensing yeah. money because they'll own it outright. And they will put out the Avatar seven films se- if seven they sequels. are... Uh, I think this is like Trump and his fake news award show that he's like stalling on because he doesn't know how to actually do it. I'm worried that they're... Is no Avatar 2? There will never be an Avatar 2. Um, does the Disney thing put the heat on him to actually uh, put his money where his mouth is? Like he hasn't shot a, at a single inch of film or yeah, anything, and he's just like in a yeah. submarine going, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. Gone, oh, gone. Uh, <laughs> I got to go shows up at his house. Shows up at, oh, I think he sh- oh shows hey up, man, was that today? Oh, I think Iger will show up underwater in a sub, his, another submarine. Oh, another and, sub. And like, open <laughs> hail him. A hidden Mickey, the <laughs> like portholes are hidden Mickey? or Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh no, a, that shape! <laughs> it's in, no, it looks like the Nemo sub from Disneyland. That's Bob Iger's sub. Oh yeah, like, surrender the film. <laughs> surrender, surrender the outline. <laughs> the unobtainium. What are the kids doing? Why are their kids in Avatar now? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us w- when will we see the mighty Akron again? Yeah, <laughs> the mighty Banshee. They saw us. We want to see them. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of that going on. It's Iger having be... to shake people down for the movies they promised years ago. Yeah, 28 dresses. We'll finally get 28 dresses uh-huh. now. Do you guys know I was reading about uh, movies, 20th century, 21st Century Fox's release, Marley and Me and Brides Wars, both uh, Brides, Bride Wars, Bride Wars, Wars. Uh, released on the same day. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> I thought that was interesting. <laughs> I, I suppose. I, I guess. They're kind of cutting into the same market, aren't they? A, a, a dog movie and a wedding movie? Yeah. Uh, Although Bride Wars like is like raunchy, though. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was a little raunchy. I think they're going to get like 24... They're going to get that franchise. Oh, right. So you're going to see, I think all these, yeah. we're going to get diehards for, I mean, we were probably already going to get diehards for the rest of our yeah. lives, but we're going to get everything. Everything's coming back already. And now Disney is the king of doing everything again, over and over again. I yeah. would uh, like to put Mike and Mai's name in the hat to write a big, uh, loud, dumb uh, 90s X-Men movie uh, with characters sure. with giant guns and lots of patches and bright colors mm-hmm. and lots of explosions uh, because, sure. uh, yeah, I think that's what those X-Men movies are missing. Yeah, I think that they need the outfit. I mean, and big thing with me is the outfits. Yeah, you got to have the outfits. <laughs> oh, and that's that squealing, that rock guitar, that... Uh, oh, man, yes, some that salmon and noodling. You bring the theme back. You bring the theme back from the 90s cartoon. You, like, make put the orchestra behind it. It's all you melodrama. Every character is screaming, like, melodrama, soap opera melodrama lines yeah. and about their powers, and there's love triangles, and Jubilee's got a giant yellow trench coat, and... Yeah, yeah. This sounds this sounds up. much b- better. It sounds like a lot of fun than the joyless black leather costumes that they've been stuck in the in their singer verse yeah, made by, for yeah, so long, directed by international <laughs> sex criminals. <laughs> 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 um, uh-huh. I, wonder how, I wonder how he's doing in international Malta. waters. <laughs> Maybe he, he might his submarine's gonna bump with Cameron one of these days. He's... All these guys are in submarines. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin just, Spacey just, submarine. There's one place I'm safe: the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Um, um, also, Fantastic Four uh, was w- so odd and joyless in the last round, but you've also seen Fantastic Four iterations that are so bright and uh, uh, colorful but, that they seem kind of silly. But like, I would I, argue I, that that's not the problem with those movies, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> with being bright. Uh, no, 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 probably. <laughs> There's a way to do bright, but nobody, I don't think anybody knows that. Do. Everybody's doing this, like, this, this Nolan ripoff. I guess Guardians is a good example of a bright, fun movie that yeah. doesn't yeah. feel... And Mar- stupid the, and like uh, thor ragnarok has a ton of color it's just a lot of jack kirby design and color yeah, and uh-huh. like at least like that's that's another reason why i like the marvel movies is because they're not like sure. these joyless affairs yeah yeah and yeah. the incredibles is essentially a great fantastic four movie like yeah. a lot of that i mean the family elements and they, even and some they, of the they ripped off all the powers yeah. Yeah, yeah they just stole it it's exactly <laughs> the fantastic four like yeah. that's what you would do with the, the, that movie Pretty much. Uh, so they have to just do that again. So the Incredibles and the Fantastic Four are in the same family. Meet now. Yes, I like that idea. I actually sure. If there, if it was CGI Incredibles and live versus live action, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it'll. I think everything is collapsing too. Even though these companies are getting bigger and bigger, I think everything is collapsing. Mm. No one know like. We're bringing back The Office on NBC. Like <laughs> it's two, barely been gone. Two years later, The Office is back, and everyone's yeah, just God. like, I, they're, they wanted to bring 30 Rock. The, anything that, and 30 Rock, they're trying to bring back maybe, and like that wasn't even a hit at the time, but it was a bigger hit than what they're making now. Everyone's desperate. The walls, every, like all yeah. these networks are going to collapse. But I think that that'll probably happen with movies, and you'll see like stuff like that. The last gasp of entertainment will be throwing like Fantastic Four, Incredibles, 
Star Wars meets Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> like it'll just be this disastrous, gross crossover stuff, which you know will be. That does sound fun, but like you, you know, know. It just occurred to me, uh, uh, entire Simpsons Family Guy crossover series. Sure, this, is, yeah. this will happen. Yeah. They did. They've done they've little done crossovers, like and they did episode, the big episode. I think. We're about seven years away from entire new show where they just reset the rules and they all li- they're ne- they're next door neighbors. They just merge everything. Doesn't that seem? Yeah, I mean, accurate? we probably should edit that out because it's a good idea that you could pitch <laughs> and they'd be like, "Yes, of and course." I can, uh, and you can show run it. <laughs> and I'm just given four billion dollars and uh, uh-huh. immediately. And uh, you have Seth to get it. and Matt don't get a cut. Uh-huh. But you have to. You will have to. Vo- Seth will still do the voices. Yeah, yeah. So you'll yeah. have to, and, uh, uh, have to meet him and uh, say, say, sorry you didn't get a cut, but hey, thanks for coming in. We got $800 check for you. I think, <laughs> man, that Peter voice is so funny, dude. Uh, we did <laughs> see in your contract, we will get you crooning. Uh, you will croon. <laughs> Lie to Rose. Lie to Rose. I'm home again, Rose. <laughs> we'll get that in there. Seth can now perform on the... Uh, on the the Disney uh, holiday specials more oh, more, more readily. If yeah. he starts going down Main Street like Regis Philbin used to do, but he's doing the the Peter voice <laughs> or the Quagmire voice. The qua- oh God! <laughs> yeah. This is uh this episode, by the way, a lot of references to our own continuity. <laughs> a lot of references to yeah. our own we're declaring it. Past uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we can we can make insight. We can make references to our old episodes. Make, sure, sure, we can. Seth MacFarlane, I saw he he commented on this because uh, he was like he's like ah it's fine who cares like he doesn't mm, but yeah. also he was Never called end. by Bob Iger like oh, Bob, Bob he called had to. he got a call wow as did I believe Ryan Murphy because Ryan Murphy has so many shows Fox shows and and also FX is part of this as well like they'll get oh, Disney yeah. will get American Horror Story mm-hmm. and like whatever else is on so like Ryan Murphy got a call MacFarlane got a call. Of like, hey, uh, you know, just checking in. Uh, we're gonna buy you, and uh, hope you're all. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're all right with it, but uh, fuck uh, you. So, Jeez. so to bring it back to to our fate. So, what mm. does this mean for the parks? Oh well, and this is I'm gonna probably I just listened to this Jim Hill podcast. So, I'm, so if by the way, the plug Jim Hill for shout the, out to our boys, our boys the OGs, Jim, Jim and Len, Len Testa. Uh, they do a podcast called uh, Disney Dish Podcast. Inside it's very good. Ultimate they, Disney Dish Podcast hosted by Glenn <laughs> Testa featuring Jim Hill. It's a I long believe. title. It's a very. Lo- it's not as long as Guardians of the Galaxy. And then the logo is a breakout. T for some reason. Yes. It's the touring pan- plans. Touring plan. Oh, it's touring plans. Yes. Unofficial. That'd be my only uh, comment, guys, is decide the name. But otherwise, <laughs> we listen to it all the time. And great. We love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, and also if like listen to that podcast if you want people that really know what they're talking about. Like we're we're half it's not yeah research. casual conjecture in yeah, an yeah, apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, uh, non shout out to that one iTunes reviewer <laughs> who said we don't do enough research. Oh, that's right. We've yeah, saved it. We didn't comment on it on the Twitter or anything. We got a three star review. Ruined our perfect folks. record. Way to yeah, give us really. a lot of stink coming into 2018. We had five stars for every review, and then this guy gave us three and was like, "These guys are funny, but man, they are inaccurate." <laughs> yeah, and so we're just here to say we will never do re- more research. <laughs> This is the amount you're gonna get, all right. Yeah, this is about. It's part of the spirit that makes that makes the the fans come back again and again. That and the inside references to things we've done before. Uh, (laughs) Ain't that right, Bugsy Bones? (laughs) Anyway, so back to uh, Uh, back to so the park. So he was saying Jim Hill was saying that 
he thinks that right now the Imagineers, or according to his sources, because he is like, we, we are yet to have sources on this show. We don't know people in the inside, but he apparently has these sources. And they say that, you know, there was a chance that they were going to build a big Marvel land in California Adventure right by that Guardians of the Galaxy ride. But now he's saying there's a chance they may slow it down and build an entire Marvel park. They might just do a full-sized thing with all the properties at once, put them all in the same place. Because right now, there's only so much room in California Adventure. And, you know, you're going to get a few things, but you're not going to get all of it because now they have access to all of it. Now you can make the X-Men's Mansion. Now you can make the Baxter Building, the famous skyscraper that the Fantastic Four live in. Like, you can do all of it. And, hey, maybe we wait. Maybe we uh, maybe we use that Toy Story lot and just do all Marvel. Maybe mm, that's the step. Sure. So it's there's that's what it could mean for the parks. But in the short term... Yeah, maybe Cyclops shows up. Maybe you can shake Cyclops' hand uh, and California Adventure in front of Award Wieners, in, in front of the hot dog store. Maybe you can meet uh, the, the apes, uh, Caesar and uh-huh. Koba. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm wrong on that name. But. <laughs> I know Caesar. <laughs> Is Doctor? I have not seen any of the new apes, which I hear they're very good. Is Dr. Zaius in them? No. What? Oh, yeah. oh. But they will own. He's gonna get. To, is, oh, that's right, because they're like prequels. Yeah. So like, yeah, Doctor Zayas comes in later. By the, by the time well Doctor Zayas, by the end okay. of the first original plan. Yeah, they're they uh, they're they're, they're not, now at a point where they're gonna go build their society, and probably Doctor Zayas will be part of the. But there's no society. young Zayas either, like his grandfather. Not unless somebody we've not unless a little baby ape we've met already is a burgeoning Zayas. I think that's a big. I think they should have had a young Zaius. Well, now they can have in the parks. They can have a walk around Zaius. There's so <laughs> many. They can have the old one. The, they could uh, have young, old. Yeah, they could have yeah. the Charlton Heston era Zaius. Yeah, they <laughs> have multiple they apes, have, multiple Fantastic Fours. You could go to Mister Megorium's Wonder Emporium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, that well, evergreen was... comedy reference, Mister <laughs> Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Uh, unless we had anything else, maybe to speculate, that leads us into this next segment. Did, I, uh, did anyone else have any go other thoughts before we do it? All right, we're going to do it. Yeah, so here we go. It. We are going to now build a fox land, a fox theme park. Now, I've decided maybe we leave the Marvel characters out because they all belong in their own thing. But using all the fox properties, uh, we're going to sort of just sketch out what we think. Blue sky is what they what call it could, in Imagineering. What they could legally do. Legally now, yeah. Point. Disney could do with all these properties that they're buying. And yeah. it's going to be called Foxland. I think we all agree on that. That's nice and simple. Yes. Simple. Love it. Um, Foxland. I, I was thinking, where does this thing go? Uh, and my first thought was, they Iger should call Rupert Murdoch up and say, look, we want that fox lot yeah. over in Century City. Mm-hmm. It's about 56 acres. It's a little smaller than Disneyland, but that's perfect, I think, to, for the spirit of Fox. Yeah. Okay. Does everyone agree with that? Yeah, it's sure. where it all. It's, it's where, where it all, all began. I think you demolish all the sound stages where the famous <laughs> movies <laughs> were. Pave over just that history. one giant steamroller rolls over, and everybody's yeah. everybody's kicked off. Bye bye, Modern Family else. set. <laughs> you move somewhere else. Uh, bye bye, Simpsons uh, offices. Simpsons and writers, writers room. Go to hell. Yeah, go gone. find another place. Go to the Disney lot. <laughs> everyone, go to the Disney lot. We're building a theme park, a Fox theme park. Yeah. Uh, and I Agreed. think you got to walk. So w- when you walk into a theme park that's Fox, it's got to have the big famous 20th Century Fox logo with the spotlights up on the top. Yeah. Just that, what I was thinking. That's the castle. That's, that's the, the castle. The big attraction that leads you down uh, uh, 20th, 21st Century Avenue. <laughs> uh, and, and I think and you I think that 
you light that thing up, you got those spotlights going, and you're playing the fanfare. Brum, bum, brum, bum. <laughs> Just maybe, I mean, at least once an hour, you light it up like the small world clock, or maybe once every 15 minutes, or maybe just all day, all the time, live band. This is what I want, yes. live marching band playing the 21st Century Fox theme. Uh-huh. I think that, yeah, we have to go live band. Yeah. that's a Disney, Disney type you thing. Could, you could trade them out in shifts just kind of in way all right now the trombone players leave and we slide in the next shift and you do you do eight hours of straight horn playing straight drumming because there's been people in the have played with the the title like in their movies they sometimes do a different type of theme or if mm-hmm. it's a futuristic theme it's like an edm fox theme or something <laughs> i don't know if that's real but i assume don john probably don john if it were if that was fox <laughs> wait is don john fox i don't know i can look up <laughs> can we don get don john in there oh Hold fingers on. crossed if don john oh, no. uh there's a it's very funny on YouTube, like a, somebody doing it that theme as a recorder, uh, just like in the, the, 20th the very Century bad, Fox. hard to control recorder. The 20th Century Fox <laughs> theme or the Don John theme? <laughs> the, oh, not Don John. No, oh, okay. The General Fox theme. Don, Don John is not Fox. Oh, All right, you're out. Shit. You're out of Fox. So theme. there won't okay. be a walk around Don John. Okay, okay. But we have the giant. The logo. That's uh, yeah. That's yeah. We can all agree. That's a simple. That's a that's a gimme. Okay. Yeah. In. Um. Now. It, I'm, I'm thinking like we can start with like land ideas or ride ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have Jason? You have one. Uh, well, I, I I've got some uh, legitimate stuff, and then I've got some goofy bullshit. So, uh, <laughs> well, to be fair, Jason, uh, this is all goofy bullshit. Yeah, this that's whole podcast, true. everything we're doing here. Okay, well, here's here's a deep pull. Here's like a real nerd answer: is that we could finally get the very original iteration of Alien Encounter. Yeah, uh, sure. This, this didn't come up earlier, but Stitch's uh, Great Escape, ah. the, the Disney World ride, has like officially closed now. And, you know, that was built on the bones of the Alien Encounter ride, uh, legitimately <laughs> the scariest ride Disney ever built, mm-hmm. uh, which in a very early version was supposed to be the aliens from Alien. Uh, I forget what is what are those things called? They have a uh, name. Those, uh, oh, the, the xenomorphs. 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 Yeah. yeah. You so you were supposed to, it was supposed to be an alien teleported in, and it was supposed to be like a xenomorph. Um, uh, uh, so like that is 20th Century Fox. So we could get a Prometheus or aliens like themed ride or walk through or show or something this yeah. is good because this is this segs into an idea i have i think there should be a whole sort of space land at mm-hmm. because there's we have lost also lost in space is a property oh. that they have oh, too sure. and they're going to do a new series on that so i think this alien ride would be perfect you put a fun sort of lost in space ride and then because i'm a thoughtful person when it comes to corporation and synergy i think you put in a new ride based on the tv show the orville you motherfucker <laughs> so and and what the thing about the orville ride is you're riding and you're going well is this supposed to be funny is this supposed to be a serious ride and it sort of straddles the line between you're you're, you're riding it and it's fun and it kind of looks good but not good and you're like it's just you're not sure so you're, you're done with the ride and you're like oh I, I kind of like that and you just you're scratching your head and it's a different type of uh, an experience that you're getting when you ride on this ride and of it's course innovative it's innovative in that respect so i think that's a good idea i sure. think that would be a whole sure. space section would uh, be nice titan ae perfect be in there i had titan ae yeah, <laughs> great <laughs> we can also throw in all the space of that in there. land great uh do you know more about titan ae than i do i certainly don't 
Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to teach the world. We're going to revitalize the no, franchise. No, I remember... Li- I, re- I, I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it on videotape, but I, I remember liking it. We can at the time. merge the Titan AE characters and the Treasure Planet characters, finally. Well, well, here's my idea. Speaking of Titan AE, because Titan AE comes up on one of mine... Uh, <laughs> It's called Fox's Cartoon Street. Okay, go ahead. Because like Mickey's Toontown, all of your favorite Fox cartoon characters live with each other, you know? <laughs> so all of your favorites from The Simpsons and Family Guy and Titan AE live on the same street. And who's that? Why, it's the gang from Ice Age at the zoo. And who's visiting them today on a class field trip? Why, it's young Alan Gregory, the child genius. <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Alan. And will the, there the, be a- fi- the fish police are keeping an eye the on everything. The fish police are keeping an eye on everything. <laughs> I think that's great. I think people are going to love that. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I want to see in there the Gracie Films silhouette. <laughs> oh, Shushing boy, everybody. Absolutely. That's great. And and I would, if I may, I think we should also uh, see the Capitol Critters there. Also owned oh, by Fox. Oh, sure, yeah. And they aired on ABC, I believe, but owned by Fox. So will Capital Critters, Capital Critters, famous '90s, finally uh, under one political roof. satire cartoon, all under one glorious roof. Uh, and simulate uh, a different kind of cartoon. And this, I am uh, legitimately th- would think, I legitimately think would be cool. Uh, they own, the, they made the Fantastic Mr. Fox movie, and sure. I really like mm-hmm. that movie. I think it's got a really cool look. And that I feel like would be a great uh, dark ride or walk through attraction. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at mine, and they're all uh, goofy bullshit. <laughs> um, so look, like uh, the famous superstar television at Disney's uh, Hollywood Studio, where you would get to be part of the uh, TV show. Uh, I think that it's fun. That's fun to see your mom up there, and she's doing fun stuff. She's so I think you take maybe the, some talk shows that Fox owns. And you put those up. I'm talking Magic Hour. I'm talking the Chevy Chase talk yeah. show. I'm talking we get actually Magic Johnson and Chevy Chase to do shifts in the park. <laughs> interviewing your mom or your dad about what's going on. How are the kids behaving? How hot is it out here? Although Culver City, it's actually not that hot because it's kind of close to the ocean. Mm-hmm. So maybe the answer will be it's fine. It's The temperature is fine. <laughs> But so, both of them, uh, basketball involved in both of those shows, they mm-hmm. uh, they could may probably use the same set. Magic Johnson, an actual basketball player, whereas Chevy Chase would come out and uh, do a <laughs> take a shot at the beginning of every episode, <laughs> so they could just leave that up for either of them. Yeah, uh, Chevy missed very often. Uh, also, also just like the, I want to see the full recreation of that set with the fish tank behind him yeah just keep that basketball oh, sure. away from that fish tank that's a potential spillage well, how's issue, the vacation but... going grandpa like chevy would say and then yeah i think this would be great i think you would get you could sell a vhs copy of the appearance after for everyone if they wanted it not even dvd nope vhs, <laughs> VHS. Well, well me and me and chevy uh, i mean i'll run through my other ideas here real quick mm-hmm. i think that uh, you know they have guides at disneyland somebody if, if you're rich you'll have a guide i think that the, all the guides should be dressed like mr belvedere I think they should be helping you and finding, you know, I things you want. Right. I think that's a good idea. Uh, I think that, uh, let's see, here we go. Uh, okay, this is the, my, my, actually my favorite idea is a whole, th- let me backtrack. Uh, Fox owns MTM Enterprises, which is oh. Mary Tyler Moore's production company. Oh. So when Disney buys this, I'm assuming they now own all of these shows. So, and this is, and there's a lot of shows here. And... I have some ideas for them, like, for instance, Newhart. 
Newhart was a, a show bus starring Bob Newhart where he owned a bed and breakfast and there was a whole host of weird characters. That's the hotel. Oh, Newhart is the hotel. The new- oh, wow. You stay at and then there's the people, the famous wacky characters that come in. I think that, you know, you can you when you go into this Mary Tyler Moore land, which I'm going to call it, you're greeted by the cartoon cat Mimsy, which is the famous title card for MTM. Uh-huh. I'm alienating anyone who's under 50 right now. <laughs> the, the, instead of it's not a lion in the logo, it's, it's a, a cat. Yeah, cat. Actually, in fact, here's my pitch for this area. Disney MTM Studios. <laughs> <laughs> well, not I think the that's old great. Park. I think that's great. Uh, uh, Sue Ann from Mary Tyler Moore. You'll eat at her restaurant. You'll learn newspaper making from Lou Grant. <laughs> and there'll be a Mary Tyler Moore e-ticket where it's like an Omnimover ride where you go through the streets of Minneapolis try, uh, uh, aboard a news van trying to break stories. You could do a, a, a parachute ride, a ride that shoots you up real fast where you're, you're on a giant Mary Tyler Moore hat. She's oh, throwing yeah. you up in the that's air. That's great. It's for oh, kids. That's sure. all ages. This Omnimover one, you have to be like 14 to ride. Okay. So there <laughs> is. <that's>, now, <laughs> I've got a bit of a saucy one that we might have to put an age gap on or an oh, age limit go on. Go ahead. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we all know Mike and Dave from Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Yes, of course. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, now Mike and Dave need your help. That's right. You are the wedding date in this new 4D gross-out simulator adventure. <laughs> oh, hey, that's good. Can't I like wait. that. And then yeah. you, get a, you got a ride component. There's, there's the uh, you're jumping on mopeds with those, uh, with those. Oh goofs. man, you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. There's mm. a lot. Of, uh, you know, you could maybe do an entire sectioned-off area that is that is 18 and up, which is where. Deadpool can live, but more importantly, well, Deadpool is my- every. There's walk around Deadpool's. <laughs> oh, okay. Every. Oh, yeah. yeah just in my in, mind. Well, he can be like he's. There's him in a spacesuit and him as a cowboy. Oh, perfect. He's this just multi. You know, that Deadpool will be oh, in every land. Great. You just don't that know is good. where. Uh, uh, he can be in Mouse Ears over in uh, regular Disneyland. But I think you you take the uh, maybe you call this area fo- uh, Fox XXX like with all the, with three X's. Oh yeah. You, but this is That's the good, uh, yeah. 18 and over area, and this could uh, be the home of uh, an area that I that I want to see which is Silk Stocking Square <laughs> um, uh-huh. uh, the, the famous Crime Time and Prime Time started on uh, uh, CBS and moved over to USA uh, uh, you know a, a ni- 90s crime show is very sultry and very sexy uh, uh, Fox I'm unclear on it it looks like they only produced uh, uh, the season six through eight. So you would have to pick up just the characters so from late season period. six. Yeah, yeah. T- towards towards the end, we're talking like ninety six uh, to ninety nine. So you would have to center on uh, detectives Tom Ryan and Cassandra St. John. Mm-hmm. But that gives you a lot of great plots to work with. And I think maybe you could do kind of a a, a live show. A uh, you know, there was a Dick Tracy show in the nineties at, uh, at Disneyland. You could do a thing like that. Maybe not quite a stunt show because I don't know that USA could afford a lot of stunts by that point in the run of Silk Stockings, but you could watch uh, a Tom and Cassie solve mysteries live on stage, <laughs> sure. and you could slide out different uh, um, formative episodes of, of Silk Stockings. Uh, uh, I'd love to see a, a live experience based on 
their episode where uh, uh, somebody's committing murders uh, based on who he meets in a chat room. That episode, of course, called callmeatmurder.com. <laughs> so let's see the, the yeah. stunt show off of that. Also, another one called Do You Believe in Magic, uh, where Tom and Cassie's only clue in a murder case is a ventriloquist dummy. Uh, so that lends itself pretty perfectly yeah. To, yeah. A, to a theme park environment. So, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of sexy fun waiting in Silk Stocking wow, Square. Hey, and wow. buy, your, buy your gal some lingerie and some garters. <laughs> While you're over there, uh, uh, some some uh, steamy '90s goods. Sure, wow, Fox great. has always been very salacious, but uh, <laughs> I think we we shouldn't forget the company's rich history. I mean, they have been releasing movies since the '30s, and so I know I said we could bring something back earlier, but I think this is just too perfect. And we were talking about stuff going away and coming back too quickly. I think you got to bring back the great movie ride, just exploring <laughs> the history of Fox all the way from early classics like Redheads on Parade and Steamboat Round the Bend to Oscar nominated Golden Age films like Heaven Can Wait and The Oxbow Incident, all the way to your favorite movies of today like Why Him and The Murder on the Orient Express. And let's not forget all your favorite Fox-produced TV shows like Ally McBeal and Judging Amy They're and on the current movie. hit Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> They're on the movie ride? They're all on the movie ride, too. This is a good oh, okay. catch-all to fit them all on. I all agree. Right. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. ride culminates in an incredible climax featuring a very accurate and very graphic rendition of the crucifixion from the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> is that them? Is that That's Fox? Them. Wow. They get wow. Christ. Fox has Christ. And the whole ride is hosted by your good friend, Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not letting anybody get out of there scot-free. Oh, boy. The uh, only thing I would say, I have one improvement, is if you could put a show scene on there from the hit Fox show Drexel's Class. <laughs> starring Dabney <laughs> Coleman. I mean, we might have to dial back the uh, perfect... Wait, uh, uh, was it Boston Comet? Oh, I forget. Oh, There's yeah, some yeah. 90s thing. Um, um, well, you know, we were sort of uh, uh, roughing out an idea yesterday that I think could fit within this. Oh, yeah. Which oh, is yeah. Uh, that with, with these purchases, that we now have... Uh, between Disney and Fox, a, a myriad of Samuel L. Jackson characters and films. Oh, wow. So I think that this iteration of the Great Movie Ride should have the the Hall of uh, S uh, uh, SLJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you can pass through the Hall of SLJ where you can meet. Uh, uh, I mean, remind me of Nick Fury and uh, Frozone from The Incredibles. Frozone from The Incredibles. Uh, he's Mace Windu, which Lucasfilm's owned by Disney, so you can have Mace in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, put out by Fox and now totally owned by. Uh, uh, you have his his character from Die Hard Three, uh, whose name is. Uh, <laughs> available on wikipedia no. for you to look up at home oh zeus carver uh oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. that's a great course. name every single imagine passing by every uh within the company's ownership samuel L. jackson character yeah i mean that's great sure. i think i, I think all people, of them badger you as you that, i i'll tell you that's those are the only guys we're gonna be able to put deadpool in his place Oh, yeah, yeah, Deadpool is like, ooh, I'm cutting out of this part of the ride. I'll see you guys at the end. <laughs> but, you know, th- this might get a little heavy, the history of uh, an esteemed movie studio. And that's why I think next to it should be something a little lighter, a little area called Parody Land, 
because Uh-oh. Fox put out both Meet the Spartans <laughs> and Vampires Suck. Oh, no. So you wow. can see some of the hilarious skewerings of the pop culture of, uh, what was that, the mid-2000s, early 2000s? The, Seltz, the Setzer, the Seltzer, Friedberg franchise <laughs> of uh, quickly pumped out parody films. Yes, that one. <laughs> Great. Wait, are we watching the movies? We're living. Oh, you, oh you, there's a land. Oh, well, maybe they could. It could be a land that is parodying existing Disney. That's good. Oh and, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Meet the land. Meet the theme park you, land. You, it's like here's the. Actually, how about a great movie ride that's like the uh, highlights of all of the Disney, the main Disney attractions. Uh, uh, but you know, you say you're going through the room, the room with Madame Leota and the crystal ball in the haunted mansion, but inside is Snooky. Oh boy! <laughs> that wouldn't be the first Snooky reference in a theme park. Uh, Snooky famously appeared in the Disney California Adventure Aladdin show. I mean, the, <laughs> oh, the name right, appeared. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now we're back to that. Uh, Snooky. Uh, so yeah, that's this not, is our way to get topical references. That's not without un- yeah. without precedent. Back into I'm the saying. theme park, you uh, uh, you know, you, you're uh, there's sort of a Star Tours kind of section, but your pilot is Borat. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, they do own Borat, and you well, know, no, but but the parody films uh, also that's parody that's Borat. sort of the, that's the fun of those movies. Ooh. It'll just cut to Borat, not even a parody of it. Just here's Austin Powers, here's Borat. So I think wow. that's all fair game now within parody. So land. really, in Parody Land, yeah, you can have every character ever because it's you a parody. Can have whatever you want outside of Parody Land, why you could get your pictures with the Monument Men. <laughs> <laughs> and then inside parody land the monuments like, men jason the monu- oh excuse me the monuments <laughs> multiple men. monuments there's a there's a, a sharp sharp-witted uh, uh takedown of the monuments men in parody <laughs> land wow yeah both so you can have yeah real borat and and uh, real fake, fake just <laughs> off enough different mustache width so that they yeah. can't get sued uh, uh borat Wow, I love it. That's great. I mean, the only the only last thing I have is that I want there to be a live show based on Kelsey Grammer presents the sketch show <laughs> from uh, seven or eight years ago with with local improvisers nice. head by one Jason Sheridan. Oh boy! That would <laughs> oh be really? Great. Yeah. Oh wow! I mean, the show he was not on the show. I wasn't on the show. He's oh. in the theme park He's version of the I'm show. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought. Yeah, wait. That show was uh, a while back. It would be funny yeah. if you didn't know Jason was the star of Kelsey oh, Grammer. Kelsey Grammer was a sketch show when I was like twenty. <laughs> and as far as I know, as far as the world knows about Kelsey Grammer's the sketch show, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'll I'll put in one more, which is a uh, um, you know, a more hallowed uh, Fox Television franchise. Uh, this is going to be an area called Mash Mountain, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, it's. God. It's uh, it's kind of a kind of a camp Snoopy. It's actually I think it's with all of the 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 vehicles uh, famously used in in Mash. You can have it's you can have a lot of fun little little kids rides, but the kids can also learn about the horrors of the Korean War. <laughs> sure, uh, uh, Hawkeye's helicopters, uh, Radar's racers, uh, Trapper John's tanks, uh, maybe a merry-go-round that's all scalpels and different uh, surgical instruments, and you can form your own conclusion about whether that's a war we should have been in or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a uh, to use another reference to our old show, much like your Christmas pitch for the submarine ride where Santa's, the North Pole has been destroyed uh, <laughs> as a way to teach children about global warming. I think this is great. I think kids are going to learn a lot from it. I, want I think more that lessons. we need more lessons, and I think the, that the property, the IP mash, uh, really lends itself to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, this is I yeah. Know. I think this this more adults issue oriented park is the is the way of the future mm-hmm. uh kids will learn about parody and skewering at an earlier age and uh and about about war and um 
there's 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 a lot of possibilities here. So come to Foxland, which is right off Avenue of the Stars, uh, which is the street in Col- in Century City. <laughs> it's in an incredibly inconvenient location. It is, and if you've ever been there, uh, they try to make you park at a parking garage. It's 25 minutes. That's a little inside baseball. But I've had to walk literally a half hour from a parking garage to get to the lot. It's insane. But so we'll they're already that out. It sounds it's, like Disneyland already. Yeah. That's a good point. It's really it's just add a tram or a gondola, <laughs> and then we're good. Uh, yeah, Foxland's right. I think we just I think we gave them enough information to get started on yes. it now. Uh, and I'm gonna leave here and immediately make some calls and get the Simpsons Meet Family Guy <laughs> series going. Uh-huh. So I think we're I'll all be willing to get, invest. I'll yeah. toss in a little. I'll toss in like a billion or so to start it off of my personal funds, and then yeah. I think sure, we'll, yeah. we'll have Foxland up and running in no time. I think yeah. we're all getting on the phone uh, with our teams after this, right? To yeah. start the ball moving. To start on this? start triangulating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It's uh, it's it's time. Uh, we're and there and of course because we thought of it there will be statues of the three of us uh, yes, out in yeah. front of the fox logo like walt and mickey the statue in disneyland but it's all three of us holding hands yeah <laughs> and microphones <laughs> and, <laughs> and also trying to find the well the person in the middle is getting the most screwed because he's got a because yeah well handle. he has a, a cordless headset mic on Oh, great. Perfect. <laughs> solve, see, we can solve problems yeah, yeah. so quickly in no time. Uh, so, hey, we'll see you in Foxland. You've survived podcast the ride. Uh, hey, so, na- so now what happens? Follow us on. It's all Follow the same. Us, hey, yeah, yeah, it's nothing, the same. Nothing really Follow changed. Follow us on God willing, Twitter. You will notice no difference. We're uh, trying to do a little more on Instagram, post some yeah, videos Instagram. of weird stuff that we're talking about. Rate us on iTunes, but only say nice things and say give us five stars. Uh, we don't want any like criticism at all. Don't We're even... very sensitive. We very call sensitive. our little review zone Avenue of the Five Stars. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> no, no threes, no threes. Uh, Podcast the ride at gmail.com. We've gotten some really wanna... nice emails. We have to we have emails. to talk about those in a future date. Yeah, yeah. and future episode ideas throw our way. I think we are. Thanks anybody on Twitter who said let's talk about Stitch's Great Escape. I think that one's probably coming up soon. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, happy happy 2018. If you have any uh, complaints about anything from this episode <laughs> now that we're kind of doing it on our own let us know you're our boss um <laughs> so shoot us an email uh hey this uh hey this, this is great this is fun guys yeah um, and thank you all uh so much for listening uh as we we roll yes. into this new year uh we, we it means a lot this we appreciate it thank you very much buckaroos all right wild <laughs> Later. West, baby bye